autoimmune disease is literally one of the hardest things ever to do. And I know through all of these years that we've gone through being sick or maybe you've just been diagnosed, you know how hard living with an autoimmune disease is, but people on the outside may not understand that. And because those people don't understand that, we are really hard on ourselves because no one may provide you sympathy. Autoimmune diseases are really hard to see from the outside because you might look like a healthy person, you don't physically look different than other people. So you might get the comment of a lot of people saying, well, you look good. I used to get that all the time. And it was one of my biggest pet peeves because it was a during the times where I felt the most sick, where people would say that. And I'm like, you have no idea what's going on on the inside. And because of that, we're really hard on ourselves and we're really immune to pain most of the times. And we consistently take symptoms that we have and we make excuses for why they're okay. And maybe because of that, we don't advocate for ourselves as much. Or in the beginning of our diagnosis, we didn't go to the doctors right away because this felt like the normal for us. Or maybe we have a high tolerance to pain because we're so used to being in pain and we don't complain about it because that's just what we're used to. And all of these feelings can make living with an autoimmune disease really isolating because sometimes you don't feel like you're given the validation to tell people how you feel. Maybe you feel like you're a burden to your friends and family if you constantly say that you're feeling sick or that your stomach hurts or that you're having loose bowel movements because I know I used to feel that way because it was every day and telling someone every single day that your stomach hurts, you know, it's, it's it feels like it's getting repetitive or maybe they lose sympathy because you constantly say it so much and they don't know what else they can do for you. And then this kind of creates a cycle in our heads of kind of the mentality of being like, well, suck it up. It could be worse. Everything is not the best, but it's not the worst it can be, so be strong, don't show your feelings, don't show your emotions, and be stoic. And I preach all this because I've been through it, and I've done this same thing to myself, and it's honestly the worst thing that you can do for yourself. First, I think it's important to validate how you're feeling and to express those emotions with whomever you want, because it's so important to let these emotions out versus bottling them in and telling yourself like the, that these symptoms that make you feel like crap are okay. And it's okay to be hurting, and I don't think people acknowledge that. Or people think that if you express that you're hurting, that you're weak, which is just not the case. And someone without an autoimmune disease that would say that you're weak for expressing your pain that you're in has no idea what that even means. And the reason I really bring all of this up is because today I wanted to chat on how the healing journey is really in your hands. During this process, you are the only one with this autoimmune disease. You are the only one who experiences the pain that you experience. And you are the only one that can take the action to make yourself heal and to learn about your body and what makes it feel good. You want to believe that your doctor is going to be by your side your entire journey and, and that they want to help you till the end until you feel emotionally okay and that all your symptoms are gone. But the sad reality is that they won't be there the whole time because they're there to give you a diagnosis and then they send you on your way and they don't really provide any next steps of what to do and how to emotionally get support and who do I meet with next? They, they tend to kind of skip that step in the healing process. So then you turn to your friends and your family and in the beginning they're really supportive and maybe they're there for you or maybe your family has never been supportive during your entire journey. Um, but let's say that they have been supportive. Over time, that support and that sympathy will usually start to decrease um, just because, again, repetition. You can only say you're sick so many times and people are like, meh, what can I do? 
you know, I keep saying, I, I hope you feel better, but like, that's the least I can do. And you just, as much as your symptoms start be, to become like the everyday thing, you telling your symptoms to them starts to become the everyday thing and they don't sympathize with you as much as you need that sympathy and as much as you need that support. Because let's be real, whether it's the first time I got gluten or if I got gluten tomorrow in my seventh year of having celiac disease, I want someone to be sitting by the toilet when I'm vomiting, holding my hair back and telling me it's going to be okay. But now when I get gluten, there's literally never, never anyone by me. They all just leave, they go in, they say, oh, this happening again, and then they walk away and say, we're going to go to bed, Lauren, but let us know if you need anything. Of course that's not what I want, but I learned throughout my journey that I am truly the only one that is going to be there for me from the start until the end. And if I didn't empower myself to want to heal and to want to get better, it physically wasn't going to be possible. So today I kind of wanted to come on here and empower you to want to heal and to empower you to keep pushing through because you are only going to reach your optimal health if you want to heal yourself. You really have to find the motivation and drive and passion within yourself even during the times that you are really hurting. And saying it is so much easier than doing it, which is why I wanted to come on here and motivate you to keep pushing through the hard times because when your stomach does not feel good or when you are in high inflammation flare-ups, your body is going through so many emotions and a lot of this inflammation leads to anxiety and depression and I'm basically telling you to just push out of that and keep going and I know how difficult that is, is because I had so many of these days where I just wanted to give up and I just sometimes didn't even want to be here and I just wanted to say I'm done with this. But I promise if you keep a positive mindset and you turn all those negative thoughts into optimism and into positive thoughts, you will be able to push through those dark times. It's all about switching every negative thought that you have into something positive. So like, for example, if you're sitting on your bed today and you're like, my stomach is in so much pain, I'm so bloated, I don't know what to do, I don't want to get out of bed, there's no way this day is going to get any better. You have to just switch that mindset in some shape or form. And I woke up this morning and my stomach was in so much pain. I had I woke up with extreme anxiety. I was going to go work out and I was just freaking out and I was just like, this is going to be a terrible day. So I woke up, I turned my phone off, I put on some like light meditational music. My stomach was hurting so I grabbed some body oil and I did a belly massage. You basically put your hand on your lower right abdomen area. And you pull up to your midway torso and then you go across to the left side of your torso and you push down and that kind of helps to move your bowels and move gas. I could literally feel gas bubbling in my intestines under my hand. It was the weirdest experience ever. But I didn't let those negative thoughts in the morning ruin my day. I took actionable steps to help decrease those symptoms and to decrease that anxiety because I knew if I just kept thinking negative, that's how the day was going to turn out. So I woke up, I did my belly massage, I laid on my bed, turned all the lights off, I did deep breathing because my anxiety was out of control. I got ready for the day because during these times where I feel like crap, I just don't want to get ready. But I swear to God, just getting ready will make you feel 10 times better. So I put my hair back, I brushed my teeth, I washed my face, I put an outfit on, I went to the gym, I walked. And today's a good day now because I did actionable things that I knew would help my mindset overcome all the hard things that were happening during those times. And that's just such a minor example because I have been really feeling great lately 
and I'm very grateful for that, but there were days where I was like dead sick and it was taking the same steps like I was doing today to overcome those times where I felt so, so bad that helped me to find the motivation to want to keep going. I also always kept a goal in my mind. I was like, what is my goal? And I think you should do the same because if you don't have a goal, it's hard to know what you're trying to reach for. And basically, my symptoms when I was really sick is I was extremely bloated. Um, and my number one goal was to get rid of that bloat. And I didn't know how to do it. I had met with dietitians and nutritionists and no one was really helping me through that. So I was like, okay, I have to fix this on my own. And I just wanted a life where I would wake up and feel happy about how my body was feeling. And I get kind of emotional talking about this because I was so freaking sick and it was just so hard to see the light of day and to think that things could get better. But I promise you, I'm watching a cat so I'm sorry if you hear a cat meowing, but I promise if you just keep searching for that goal and you keep researching what your symptoms are and holistic ways that you can overcome those symptoms you will get better you it's just it's so in your own head it's like if you put up the mental blocks you're not going to be able to reach those goals but if you're open to the idea of just having a positive mindset during these really hard times i swear to god it makes all the difference and i'm not just swearing to you about this like i literally promise because i have been through this entire journey just like you're going through now and it's it's all about remembering your why why, why do i not want to feel like this well i don't want to feel like this because when my stomach hurts i have anxiety and when my stomach hurts i feel depressed because it's that mind gut connection and when I feel good, I'm happier. I'm happier around my friends. I make other people feel happier. When I feel good, I love myself. I know my self-value. I am so much more confident in who I am as a person, in my career, in my body, in my mind. I give myself so much more love. Um, so it's all about remembering your why. Why do you want to feel better? And what's going to motivate you to push through these hard times to get to that feeling? Think back to the days where you felt amazing. Don't you want that back? Don't you want to feel like that person again? You have to remember those days and you have to keep pushing through and saying, I will get back to, my, to that place because it's, it's, it's possible. So I truly would recommend getting a journal and writing down your goals. Like, what are your symptoms right now? How can you overcome those symptoms? It's all about creating a game plan that you can follow. So write down your symptoms. What are different ways that you can work to get rid of those symptoms? And putting them into action, putting them into play. If you're a visual person and you need to write down Monday through Friday your routine of how you're going to help reverse these symptoms, then do that. Or if you're a more go-with-the-flow person, you can kind of remember in your head and you can just remember to do these things. Or you need to set reminders on your phone like, okay, at 6 a.m., I'm going to do a little belly massage to see if that helps my, decrease my bloating. And if that doesn't, okay, we'll move on to the next thing. It's all about trial and error as well. Things that work for me may not work for you, but things that work for you also may not work for me. Everybody is different and it's really important to recognize that. But the last thing I want you to do is give up because you are so strong, you've been through so much, and you are such a warrior and there are thousands of people in the world that are going through situations so similar to you and they wish they could have your support. You wish you could have their support, but you just have to know that that community is there and we are supporting you from the sidelines. We really are. 
and only you have the ability to take the steps to heal yourself. Your parents can't do it for you. Your friends can't do it for you. Your doctor is not going to do it for you. You have to take the mental step one day to be like, I am going to do this for myself because I love myself and because I deserve to live the life that I need to live for myself and that I want to live for myself. And a lot of this comes down to self-love and knowing your worth and knowing your value to yourself. And it's not always easy. I always found that during these times where I was feeling really down, journaling always helped me come back to the place that I needed to be. Because sometimes I was like, well, maybe this was my, this was what life chose for me. It chose for me to be sick and to be miserable. But there's always a purpose of why something happens. It's like, I never understood why I got diagnosed with my diseases. And, and now look at what I have the ability to do. I have the ability to help all of you through your journeys. And now getting diagnosed with celiac, IBS, and Crohn's was one of the greatest things I could have asked for. It changed who I am as a person. It made me so strong. It gave me the ability to want to help change other people's lives because I knew that I could be that person to do that for others. And I wanted to be there to help others. And your diagnosis has a purpose for yourself as well. And journaling kind of helped me understand those purposes and it kind of helped me to be able to release those emotions that I feel like I might not be able to talk to others about. And it was a safe space for me to do that. I could write down the raw emotions I was feeling, the people I was mad at for not providing me sympathy, how I just hated my body and I hated everything. And But at the end of the day... I could just rip it up and make it all go away. You know, as long as I got out those emotions and I was releasing how I felt and I understood that it was okay to feel those things and it was a good thing to feel those things, but as long as I wrote them down, I had to let them go. They had to be dispersed because you can't sit on those emotions and expect to be a positive person and have a positive perspective on healing if you're constantly thinking those negative things. And journaling allowed me to release all of that. It allowed a safe space to express how I was feeling, knowing that no one was ever going to read it. And if I needed to, I could burn the pages. I could rip up the pages. I could physically make it disappear. And that helped me so much. And it's something that I have been tuning back into lately because I've just been in this transitional period where I just feel lost as a person. Um, I'm in my 20s. I'm just going through a transitional period in life where I've just lost control of who I am as a person and what makes me happy and journaling has just helped me ground myself and brought me back to the present moment instead of constantly worrying about the future and I just think it's such an important aspect and if you haven't done it before I just just try it one day a week write down what you're feeling or maybe get some prompts online that can help you through that process but I promise it will help you so much. Or maybe you've had celiac disease for a while and you feel really happy with where you are right now. You don't have any terrible symptoms, you can eat the foods that you want to eat, and everything is kind of where you've always wanted it to be. Use your words and use your journey to help inspire others to keep going. We can't be a community if we're not supporting one another, and I think it's so important for others who have been able to conquer their diagnosis to help spread the word and to help others who are really going through the dark times. Because we've all been there. We've all been through the scary part of celiac or IBS or Crohn's or whatever diagnosis you have. There's always scary moments where you feel really alone and you don't know if you can get through those times. But there's people who've conquered that. And it's really important 
for those people to spread the message to help keep the community going. And that's exactly what I hope this community can provide to you and I hope it does provide to you. And that's exactly why I've been starting to host in-person events is because I, I want you guys to know that you're not alone. And that was something that was so keen at my Chicago event. Um, most of the, so I have an event in Chicago, Illinois, and there was about, I would say like 40 to 50 girls maybe that came in the entire event. It was kind of like, come as you go or come as you please, and then you can leave whenever. And I was worried that like people weren't going to mingle and stuff. And that was like the exact opposite. People got into groups and started chatting and people would come up to me and be like, wow, this is the first time I've ever met anyone with celiac disease. And it's just been so amazing to be so open and talk about all my health, you know, concerns that I've never been able to talk about with anyone before. And everyone understands where I'm coming from. And I, I just feel so supported. And it like made my heart melt so much because that's all I ever wanted during my diagnosis was for someone to just tell me, you're not alone. You have people to around you to support you. And it's so hard to find that community sometimes. And I'm, I was just so grateful that all of these girls and guys could feel that support because it's there. We're just trying to find each other right now. So that's my message for you today. Keep going. Keep fighting. If you don't know your self-worth, it's so high. You are a beautiful human being and you deserve the world and you deserve to not feel sick anymore and you deserve to empower yourself to fight against the sickness. And I just want to remind you that. And I just want to remind you to keep going and to find the motivation within yourself. And if you need to talk to somebody, reach out to a therapist. It's okay. It's always so amazing to have someone to voice how you're feeling. Or maybe that's not the route you want to take and you, you go towards journaling or chat with your friends. Just know that you have the motivation within you to keep fighting even if you don't feel it there. You just have to remember what your end goal is and your end goal is to go back to feeling like yourself again and to finding your health because you truly deserve it. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you gave a rating and review on the podcast itself. And if you're looking for more ways to find out about the events I'm holding and to join my social media community for celiac, IBS, and Crohn's disease, you can give me a follow on Instagram at eat.glutenfreewithme and my TikTok handle is at eatglutenfreewithme. I would love to have you join me on whatever platform feels right for you. And just remember that I'm always here for you to ask questions. I'm always here to support you and the community is here to support you as well. So I love you and I will talk to you guys soon.